The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Curtis Razor Blades by knockout. How do you like him now? I want next. I want the title shot. Curtis Razor Blades. That is it. Oh. Next now. Oh. Oh. The rally. Wow. rallies to stop Super Dirty. Wow. I've always been one of these guys. You know, a lot of people count me out. But I'm a bad man. Matt Deja! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous! <laughs> Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Busy show today. Uh, yes. It looks like coming in and joining us in, in just a moment, uh, we have a main event winner. Uh, such a, a tragic way to win, but Curtis Blaze is with us. And uh, Matt Schnell, uh, after that incredible win over Sumodarji, we, we should have him uh, today. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. And uh, Curtis Blades, who we're going to get on now, I want to know, like, that was that was 15 seconds. So he must have trained his ass off, had that big kick, but he got the victory in 15 seconds. He doesn't have a mark on him, not right. one injury. How does he feel after that? That's what I want to know, Jimmy. Is he happy? I mean, look, you can go in there and have the worst night of your life. He's got the victory, but um, I, I just, I mean, it yeah, just felt anticlimactic because it was... sure. You know, and, and I think, let me ask you what you think, Matt. Uh, and I'm going to ask, I'll ask Curtis too, because he's such a, uh, a powerful grappler, but uh, Matt Schnell beat Sumo Darji. They call it a submission, but I think he should get the credit for a win by knockout because he did not submit. He was knocked out. Uh, he choked him out. And I think there's a difference. It was like when Holly beat Misha Tate. Uh, I'm oh, sorry, Misha Tate beat Holly. It was, uh, it was not a submission. She was choked out. She went unconscious. I, I think that should be classified as a knockout. Uh, or at least uh, he wins by submission. Wins no, they did submission. say submission, but he, he didn't submit. Isn't a submission when somebody submits and they tap? A submission yeah, is kind of saying uncle. He, he didn't say uncle. No, that's true. But he didn't knock him out either. He passed him out. Like He made, he choked him out. So the submission hold led to the, the submission hold. Unconscious. Yeah, unconscious. Yeah. So you could say, all right, he didn't submit. But that submission hold ended the fight. Yeah, it so. did. And I'm, and I'm just kind of nitpicking, but I think yeah. that a, a knockout or, yeah. or, or putting somebody out cold is different than them submitting. Well, listen, man, you know, that nitpicking, don't do that. Why? I think it's very, very important. <laughs> I want an answer. Let's get Curtis Blades in here. I'm going to ask Curtis what he thinks. He'll probably agree yes. with you. Let's get him in here. There he is. Hey, Curtis. The lighting in here is awful. I'm sorry. That's, That's all right. right. You look great. You look like you hardly even had a fight. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, we hardly had a fight. Yeah, we got you. And you're still over in London, right? You're vacationing? Yeah. Now, now we were just talking about your fight, and... You know, hey, man, it's not your bed. I mean, you went there. You wanted the victory. You got the victory in 15 seconds. People are like, oh, but that's not the way he wanted it and this and that. My point is, 
maybe not. It is better with maybe a clean submission or a knockout or just a decision. But hey, man, you're coming out unscathed. You, you got a mark on you. And, you know, at the end of the day, you want your health. You want your ranking. Mission accomplished, no? Yeah, I guess if you're going, like, by the book, like, by the, the uh, definition, yeah. But it doesn't, without the highlight, without the, like, without the scars, the battle wounds, it's like, yeah. so, did it even happen? Did we even fight? We didn't fight. We, we, it was like hard sparring for less, less than a minute. Hey, it could have been worse though, because sometimes people get hurt and better your opponent to get hurt than you, because that could have just as easily been you going home with an injury and a loss. Yeah. No, if, if it has to be an injury, I'd rather not be me. And that's, I don't want people to think I'm hoping that my opponents get injured. No, right. Anyone has to get injured. I hope it's not me. Hey, and Curtis, you didn't jump on him or anything, so you knew, no. and I watched the replay many, no, no, I mean like when he fell back, you knew he was hurt, like you just saw yeah. him grab his leg and, and you knew that th that was it. Yeah, other guys like Derek Lewis, he would have jumped on him. He would have oh, jumped shit. on him and hit him for no reason. Like, yeah. I could easily tell, no, because the reason I bring up Derek Lewis, because I watched the highlight of, of me and Derek fighting and he knew I was out, he hit me again, so. It is what it is, but I'm not going to do that. I'm a martial artist. I respect every opponent, even Derek Lewis. I wouldn't do that to anybody. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want anyone to have long-term injuries. I don't want that. How, how does it feel when you see that, like, did, that, when you feel like he hit you when you were out? Does that make you feel like, what the fuck, man? Like, you knew I was out I and you did. That's fucked up, but he's a fucked up dude. That's fucked up. It's Everybody's not nice. And that's that's okay. I don't he doesn't have to be nice. He doesn't have to be. Like I could have easily done that to Aspinall. It would have been legal. It would have been legal, but I'm not gonna do that because I know right from wrong. And that would have been wrong. What was there an official statement on what even happened to his knee? I know it like locked out, or is there a, a snap not, or something? Or what, what do we even know? Not, um officially I did. Actually, he was in the room above me. Yeah. Above me in my hotel cell. So my dad, he was at the bar at the hotel. He met up with his dad. I guess yeah. they spoke. And my dad comes up to our room. It's like, hey, I want you to go up to Ashmore's room and I want you to want you to have a beer with him. I'm like, okay. That's and nice. I go up there, we have the beer, and yeah, he's talking. I don't want to divulge like sure. uh, a lot of info, but He's he said he thinks it was the MCL. Oh. Thinks it was the MCL. Yeah. Wow, and and uh, it must have been uh, he must have been happy you came up. Uh, I, I think he had really he released a statement. He appreciated you coming up and uh, and sitting with him for a little while. Yeah, man, it's all respect. Like he's a respectable dude. Like all week, just straight up honor because it's just a fight. Like we don't have to hate you to fight you. Like, we're gonna get paid. That's why I'm, I'm fighting you because I'm getting paid. The job, yeah. Like, I'm not fighting because I have beef with you. I don't know anything about Aspinall until this week. I didn't I have no beef with him. Actually, I like him even more after this, which is awkward. I'm like, I know we're going to have to fight again. But, yeah, I like him. He's a cool dude. And Derek, didn't I'm sorry, Derek, I'm calling you Derek. Uh, Curtis, didn't you, didn't, you, uh, didn't you shoot down a rematch because you said, I don't want to risk my ranking. You're four, he's six, which I thought was very honest of you. Yeah, I mean, I, I was already put my ranking at risk by taking on an opponent who was ranked below me. But I knew he he's worth it. He's he's legit. He's highly skilled. A win over him means it it means something. You know? I'm sorry. I think housekeeping. I'm sorry. Yeah, housekeeping. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, we I'm like sorry. that. We like the unexpected. No, yeah. we're we're good. We're good. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> You should do what I do. I, I I'm always naked, and I open the door, and they just go away, and they stop bothering you. <laughs> they might not go away with Curtis, though. They might just go away with you, Jimmy. That's true. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not in Curtis Blade shape. <laughs> Don't get my man in trouble over there. Hey, um, do you? Uh, you had a really uh, not a purposeful. I thought what you said about John Jones. I'm like, wow, he must have said something bad. And then I really read what you said, and it didn't seem like you were attacking Jones at all. I was surprised. Were you surprised he reacted that way? I was so surprised. I'm like, bro. 
all I said, I'm like, I don't even think he read what I said. I said, I picked Stipe over John Jones in a heavyweight title fight because Stipe has five-round experience at heavyweight. I didn't say John doesn't have any five-round experience. I said he doesn't have any at heavyweight. I don't know how he's going to hold up to getting hit in the face by a 250-pound dude over five rounds. I don't know. Nobody knows. He doesn't know. Right. So him him acting the way he's acting, I'm like, bro, do you want to scrap? I, that's what it sounds like. Something he wants to scrap with me, which, okay, we could do that. Yeah, it, se- it seems like uh, you actually went out of your way to say that he was really good at a lot of things and, and what a well-rounded <laughs> fighter he was, just not having one pow- a pow- punch knockout power at heavyweight. Which is, is that is that a lie? Like, when has he shown he has one punch knockout power? Which isn't a slight. Right. A lot of people don't have. Yeah. Israel. Israel. I, I love Izzy. I wouldn't say Izzy has one punch knockout power. You know who does? Cody. Cody Carbron. He has one punch knockout yep. power. Yeah. You know, yeah, but he doesn't have the belt, though. So just because you have, you have power doesn't mean you're like the best in the world. It's not an insult. I don't know why he took it the way he did because I didn't mean it as an offense, but you, you, I don't listen, care. I don't Curtis, care. you're so Curtis. You're, you're almost too much of a nice guy. Listen, I'm not, I don't want to say I like everybody, but you're an active fighter and, and you're so dangerous. Fuck everybody. You have enough friends, Curtis. You have enough <laughs> friends. Do an M&M. Be like this. Ah, <laughs> all that shit. I meant yeah. all of it, John Jones. Let's fight. <laughs> Not me. I'm a oh, short ball man. Yeah, I'm good, I'm man. You, you, Curtis. Curtis, we yeah. have Tuivasa fighting uh, God. So gone, yeah. When is that? Because I'm excited for you because I like your matchup with either guy. I yeah, mean, me shit. Too. Me too. Uh, yeah. now, Neither I one really... of them knows how to grapple very well. So I'm whoever wins, I got next. Whoever wins. Do you want to go, Jimmy? Oh, I was just going to say, you talk about grappling. When you watched Cyril against uh, Francis Gone and you saw what happened on the uh, floor, were you thinking in your mind, like, this would be a lot different if that was me on the floor? Yeah, I mean, how could you not? How could I not? Like, I know Francis is very skilled, but grappling is not his niche. That's not, not his thing. That's like his plan, not even B, that's like plan D. Yeah. I, I says like he's he's not he did that I know I understand why he did it because he had the injury with his knees I get it he being smart like I'm gonna win this fight however yeah. I gotta win it but yeah. the fact that he was able to win it that way I can't help but be like I know I can do that not only that Curtis I don't think he so much as won it as God lost it like God had the fight won and then the last round I believe he went down for a leg lock didn't he that made him lose the position. Yeah. And that made him fuck. <laughs> he would have won that fifth round if he didn't go for that shit. Like, you know? Yeah. And, um, and it, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just a lot of a lot of the fans like that. They like when you you risk it, but when you risk it, you risk a lot of money. You risk the you you risk the ranking. They don't understand. They're like, oh, you shouldn't be scared to do anything. And not that I'm scared, but I'm playing the odds. Like I I need to win. But if you don't win, like you don't do shit. Like if you don't win an MMA, you can be you can have a great fight. Like Hosmont versus Burns. Great fight by Burns. But because he lost, no one's talking about Burns because he lost. Yeah. If you don't win the fight, everything you did prior to that, it doesn't really matter in the eyes of majority of MMA fans. It's it's only the winner that gets the flowers. When you look at both your match with the, you matched up with either one of those guys with Gon or versus uh, versus uh, Tui uh, Tai Tuivasa. Yeah, yeah. Tuivasa does. I mean, as much as he works on his wrestling, it's not a. It's really not a great matchup at all for him. It just really isn't. I mean, because your strength and not only that, now you got your new footwork, man. You have, I know. Hey, that might have been fifteen seconds, but we see the way you're moving and the way you're believing in your hands more. But it's such a difference between the grappling experience between you and Tui Vasa. That's a fucking problem for him, I feel. With with Gon, Gon accepts going to his back. He feels like he's going to work submission. And I think that's a fucking problem for him. 
Like, uh, so I mean, I don't know, Curtis. I, I, I you should be. I, I'm very excited for you because it, it, like, it, it seems like in the like near future we could be fighting for that belt. Bro, I've been here. I've been top five since 2018. Ever since I beat Alistair, I've been. When I got the experience, I've I've been through the fire. I've had a fire round experience. I have, I all the the boxes, is an X in every box. I got it. What do you think about uh, Gon and Tuivasa? Tuivasa now he's in the top. I guess the top five or six is going to be fighting. He's beat some great fighters. I mean, again, he did knock out Derek and Augusto Sakai, and he's beat some really tough fighters. But now there's a different, almost the top five, a different level of fighter. People forget. Tuivasa lost to Sergey Spivak, and no, no shade to Spivak, right? But I'm a better version of Spivak. Like he's on Amazon, he's wish. Like if if you lost to Spivak, I'm gonna do it to you worse. So yeah, I feel good against Tuivasa. Yeah, he got submitted in the second, I think. Um, and yeah, I think either one of those matchups is good for you. So I guess you just wait and see what happens, and uh, you know you're healthy and ready to go whenever they need you. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm healthy. I'm ready. Uh, but I, I figure after they fight, maybe um, December, January, that's when I'll get the winner of that fight. All right. Well, Curtis, look, thank you for jumping on with us today. Uh, I knew you were very bummed after that. But again, I you got the win, and nobody thinks that that's what you wanted. You know what I mean? You just you took what happened that was no fault of your own. So uh, we'll talk to you again, hopefully before your next fight. I can't wait to see who's next for you uh, and, and what happens. But I'm, I'm glad you got out of there with, with, with the win and that your health is okay. And, you know, thanks for coming on with us. Yeah, Curtis. Thank you. And always appreciate being on the show. I love you guys. You guys are the best. Thank you. All right. Uh, heck well, yeah, we're Curtis. Fans, Curtis. We'll talk to you soon. Congrats, Curtis. UFC Unfiltered is brought to you by NEDS, the official wagering partner of the UFC in Australia. Aussie Fight fans, keep an eye out for this weekend's UFC pay-per-view event as NEDS offers a split decision return. This means if you place a head-to-head bet on any main card fight and your pick loses by split decision, NEDS will pay you out as a winner. Plus, you can pump up your odds with a UFC multi simply by combining your favorite markets across all fights on the card. The action doesn't stop with UFC. Neds has everything you need to take it to the Neds level, regardless of what you bet on. For those sports punters, Neds Same Game Multi is now available on more sports than ever before. And for the racing fanatics, Neds Blended is available on all three racing codes. Blended lets you pick multiple runners to win in the same race at special blended odds. It's never been easier for you to be paid out as a winner. Look, whatever you bet on. Take it to the NEDS level. UFC markets exclude South Australian residents. Split decision return eligible on first $250 stake. Minimum blended odds are $1.10 terms and conditions apply are available on the NEDS website. Remember to always gamble responsibly. Please call 1-800-858-858. You put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results discover how to unlock your inner champion with thorns high performance sports nutrition line with the most comprehensive line of nsf certified for sport products on the market thorn is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition with pre-built fitness bundles like thorns training bundle you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level don't trust your body to anything else choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports choose thorn the official sports performance nutrition partner of the ufc visit thorn.com and use the promo code ufc10 that's t-e-n for 10 percent off that's promo code ufc10 and you get 10 percent off and matt and i get the credit and that's all that matters By the way, who's a nicer guy than Curtis Blades? I mean, I imagine if he's punching you, you're not too fond of him, but you can't be a nicer guy in MMA than Blades. He, dude, he's a great guy. He's a, he's a great guy. And uh, I'm excited for him, man. He's, he is looking different. It's like he's, he, I think he believe he always had all the tools. Yeah. It's just now he's actually believing in yeah. his hands. And, I, and he's got heavy hands. Oh, yes, he does. You know what I mean? 
And maybe, you know what, maybe John Jones is doing one of those things where he's looking, if he's ready to fight Stipe, like just try to get things, some momentum and things happening in the heavyweight division. Like, you know what I mean? Some, cause he has no yeah. issue with those guys cause DC's not there anymore and he's never interacted with most of those guys in, in a fight. So maybe this is just a chance to kind of start making noise in that division. Dude, like I told, like I was just talking to Curtis, man. Fucking, dude, stir it up. Stir it up. Fuck, he doesn't like you guys. I don't like you either. How about that? Listen, hey, you know who did stir it up? Speaking of a different Curtis, Chris Curtis and Jack Hermanson. Yeah, Hermanson fought a brilliant fight, man. He really did. And I like, I listen, Chris Curtis was, I think, a little frustrated making like uh, Jack was like running away from him. But, and they had a little bit of heated moment at the end of the fight. But then they, you seen them afterwards on Instagram. They were having a drink together or whatever. Oh, they did. Okay. And that's the what you want. I, I, we like Chris Curtis. He was on here with us. And we love Jack. Jack is so great, yeah. We like both guys. And and Chris Curtis took that on, on short notice. And that should yes. be said because he's, you know, that might have made a difference yeah. as far as fatiguing goes. But Jack Romanson did fight an excellent excellent uh fight that was jack being a really smart vet oh sorry Matt. that was jack being a really smart veteran he was fighting uh uh, uh, on the outside he stayed out he used his reach and he wasn't running i mean he was throwing punches he was throwing a lot of kicks he was very very active hey producers find i love the english man i like that they're always singing because they had molly mccann trying to cheer up tom aspinall and the whole bar was going Na 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 na. Tom Aspinall, Aspinall, Tom Aspinall. Na 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 na. Tom Aspinall, Aspinall, Tom Aspinall. By the way, did you wait? Wait, oh, did you? If, that, if that's you? not the pro- that, no. that should be the promotion what? for this episode. Did that not- right, that little clip of Matt singing should be the only promotion for this episode. <laughs> this week on UFC Unfiltered and just did you, you building it up. No, I did not. And I love Molly Mechanic. Congratulations to her. Oh my uh, God. A great win. She has looked really, really awesome. Um, and Hannah, Hannah Goldie, oh my, first of all, yeah. she looked like she could just bench press Molly. And yeah, yeah, she yeah. She looked very, very strong. solid. She looks strong, man. But that fucking Molly Meatball Hellbow she hit her with, she, dude, her spins are awesome. Yeah. Like that's what, Hannah was not expecting that elbow, you know? I mean, it was really, with the timing and the accuracy, she's a fucking beast. And it's so funny, man. I like when they, they have a very good relationship, uh, Patty and uh, Molly. I like when they both fight on the same card and they both win, especially. Yeah. Because it's just like a fucking party. And I, I and it makes me almost want to sing the Tom Aspinall song. Did you ever hear it? I did not. I have a question for you. By, by the way, uh, yes. I could not believe three people went 30 27 Uzdemir over Paul Craig. Well, this is the problem with Paul Craig. First of all, I enjoy the shit. I love watching him fight, but maybe him laying on the ground, good. like trying to Wait, call him on. back, didn't look good. He's so, he's so good at, at his jujitsu. What the fuck does he have against the top game? I know you're good off your back. Right. You, he, dude, his timing on, he gets in deep underneath his ass. And he almost pulls the guy on top, but you don't. Why don't you let the finisher takedown? I mean, I'm not being a dick. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. But he's getting. It's not like he's just flopping the guard, which sometimes he does. But he's getting in deep and pulling the guy on top. So it's like when you get in that deep, the timing is excellent. You're in. You're underneath the ass. What the fuck, man? Why do you cut a corner? Would it kill you to get on all fours and do a duck under? I, I don't know why he has something against him getting on top. Do you think, Matt, it's like Ryan Hall does that sometimes too, where they, they, they almost look like, like, like they get hit and they go down. Like it almost looks like a knockdown, but it's not, it's him. Like almost, it's almost like doing a soccer thing where they fall to get a penalty. You're trying to bring a guy down with you. And I wonder if that looks bad for the judges that he's on the floor so much. Yeah. Well, Ryan Hall is so like his, his jujitsu is a little bit different and uh, he latches on. I mean, they're both very dangerous. Yes. But I, I feel like Ryan Hall doesn't have maybe the wrestling. Like, like, I don't know. Paul Craig was in deep with a lot. He did the hardest part. He did. He timed a well-executed shot where he's underneath. He got past all the strikes, all the limbs, and he's in. And a lot of times he's, he has his hand gripped 
underneath the butt, around the waist, whatever. And he fucking goes through his back. It's like, dude, you did the hardest part. You got two without getting touched. Yeah. Finish the fucking take. How about you try to finish the takedown? If that doesn't work, guess what? You're on your back anyway. I just don't, I just don't. But I listen, and I love the guy. I yeah, I know you do. Me. You're a big fan of him, yeah. But it was getting me a little frustrated. I'm like, hey, dude, you're getting your timing. On, I mean, you're getting in deep. Don't just, how about plan B? Get on top. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't know. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But I could not believe it was 30-27, all three for uh, for uh, Volko Nuzdemir. I mean, again, he didn't fight a bad fight. But uh, I, I don't know. I just, maybe they weren't seeing the same things I was. By the way. Uh, Krylov, uh, that brutal knockout of uh, Gustafson uh, in the first round. I felt bad for Alexander Gustafson. That was a really a rough knockout. Dude, this sport is a rough sport. Yep. Because Gustafson went. For, I mean, listen, I like Gustafson's fantastic. He yeah. Really is. Uh, any word on him after that? He didn't like fucking. I don't know. He didn't hang him up or nothing, did he? No. I, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I mean, because you, you went from fighting one of the best ever, and a lot of people thinking you won that fight with uh, John Jones, losing the rematch with him, having a good fight with DC, losing to DC. Um, put, I mean, beat former champion uh, Glover Texera beautifully with a boxing combination that looked amazing if you saw the way he put down Glover. And then he kind of fell off. You know, he, he, you know, like I said, he lost the rematch with Jones. Lost some big fights, and this fight wasn't competitive at all, Jim. Didn't he? No, it was not. Didn't he get stopped in the third round against Jones? Am I remembering that incorrectly? First or second? A third or second? I forgot. Yeah, I, I remember. I was. Was it a submission? It I was, think it was the, a rear naked. I'm not sure. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The first fight was such a a tremendous fight. I do think Jones won won it. Um, but that was that was an incredible. Was one of the toughest fights John Jones ever had. Yeah. Although Thiago Santos was a tough fight for him. And also uh, uh, Dom Reyes, who I think actually won his fight. Uh, I wonder what song would they have for Dom Reyes. Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes. Yeah, Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes. That would Dom probably. Reyes, Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes. Yeah, yeah. Dom Reyes. Yep. The Dominator, Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes. Dom Reyes, Dom Reyes. Come on, Jimmy. Um, in a moment, I'm... Uh, that's a good one, though. That should be his song. Yeah. No? I mean... Uh, That's Amadeus. What, what song was I doing from the 80s there? Amadeus? What was it? Do you know? <laughs> Jimmy? Yeah. I'm not going to be ignored. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm reading a Chris Curtis quote. No, oh, I'm not ignoring I'm, I'm reading a Chris Curtis quote right, so about, about uh, Hermanson. Oh, what did he say? Just that you know how he gave him the finger. Jack had said something to him, and I'm not sure what he oh. said at the very end but curtis said he was definitely getting uh frustrated he was taunting hermanson and then jack said something and he apologized to chris curtis i guess he said something and curtis responded he said stupid jack hermanson is really a nice guy and now i feel worse stupid friendly jack hermanson (laughs) (laughs) that's freaking funny are you still celebrating how do you feel I feel good. I, I got back in the gym today, so it was nice to go and crack a sweat. I'm sweating Kane's chicken fingers. I've just been eating ice cream and being a dang dipshit for a couple of days now. So, yeah, feeling good. Got got back into the gym, moving around today. So that was fun. That was good. I, I couldn't believe uh, you survived uh, some of those elbow. I mean, he was really landing in that second round. And man, you're you're just you're really tough because uh, th- those those elbows and those shots. Uh, there was a few times where you seemed to almost stop in your tracks. Yeah, he had me short-circuiting out there. There's no doubt about it. But I uh, was able to keep my feet under me and, and ultimately rally to get the win. And, you know, shout-out to my to my coaches, to my people. Like, we, we put in work, and I, I genuinely do believe the the work we put in with just my, my footwork and, and keeping my base underneath me, because that was the name of the game. Like, let's not break our base. Let's not get hit clean when we're on one foot. And I, I think it, it paid off, you know, even though I was taking punishment and absorbing hard shots, uh, the work I put in through my training camp, it came into play. Matt, who do you choose we? Who do you train with? We want to, this is your first time on here. We want to get to know you. Who do you train with? Who's your team? And, and, where, did you, and where did you grow up? I grew up in Shreveport, Louisiana, but I've been bouncing around my entire career. So okay. uh, I turned pro in 2012. 
shortly thereafter, I moved out to American Top Team. I traded American Top Team for four years. And then I started training out at CSA in Northern California with Kieran Fitzgibbons. And I was bouncing between AKA and there was uh, even the the alpha male guys kind of cross training with those guys. So I'm kind of kind of had a good thing going out there. Uh, ultimately moved to Houston, Texas, close to my home, just so I could be close to my dad and, and uh, my family. Yeah. And I live in Houston now. And I drive up to Dallas and train at Fortis MMA on Mondays and oh. Tuesdays. I also wrestle with a guy out in Dallas named Eric Sands. He's like the head, well, one of the head coaches out there at, at uh, another squad. But I, I get work with him. And then the rest of the time I'm here in Houston, I'm working with my kickboxing coach, Alex Chang. And I'm also now working with Eve Edwards and, yeah. and the group over at Heritage Muay Thai. We're, we're killing it. We're killing it. I think uh, DC shouted out. Uh, I don't know if that was in, was that in your fight where he was telling you to keep your arms off the floor? I think DC shouted out what good uh, advice that was, uh, you know, just to pull your arms up off the floor. And that was Eve, you know, and that's, yeah. that's what Eve does. He's there just to remind me of the things we already know how to do. And <clears throat> it's, it's been so good since working with Eve. And uh, obviously working with Coach Safe has, has also been uh, fruitful. Who is the, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but who is the ref in that fight? Because I wanted, before I forget, compliment yeah, God, the ref for not God stopping. Him, huh? He was great, that guy, because there was a couple of times where he, when you would look like you were almost out on your feet and then you were, you were on top dropping vicious elbows, Mudarji is cut up and he doesn't stop it. He lets you guys fight. I thought that ref did a great job of knowing uh, when to stop the fight. Yeah, Jacob Montalvo, the patron saint of violence. Yeah, God, <laughs> God, God bless him. What a stud. Now, now, Eve Edwards. Now, is he is he doing a lot of coaching? Is he working with you a lot as a coach now? Yes. Yeah. He's he's got uh, a spot here. He's he's uh, partnered up with Heritage Muay Thai and uh, Michael Corley, who's also an excellent uh, Muay Thai instructor, a guy that. Who, who I get to work with too on a regular basis. So yeah, we got a good thing going out here. We, we've got quite the crew, and I think y'all are going to see a lot of special things coming out of uh, this this area and this little group of guys we got together. And what do you think about uh, the fact that they're making an interim belt? Um, how do you feel about uh, the Moreno against uh, Kai Kara France? Good. I think I think uh, Brandon Moreno is the champ anyway. So if uh, and then I know I, I know that. Uh, Figueredo's got stuff going on, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But we got to keep the division moving. I, I think they should do interim titles more often when things are being held up. So nothing. Let's keep it moving. Brandon Moreno, uh, Kai Car France, both those guys deserve it. So why not? They do seem to be doing it more often than years ago. Like years ago, you didn't see a lot of that unless a guy was really fucked up and out for a while. But now it seems like if there's a surgery required or if there's anything done, they kind of like. All right, well, let's get an interim belt because A, it's a title fight, and B, we know who fights the champ when the, the champ is ready to fight. So it's a kind of a win-win for the UFC and the fighters. I think so. And honestly, I mean, yeah, they're world championships too. Like, if I'm ever the interim world champ, I'm the dang champ of the world. Don't ever get it twisted up. You know, you get to that point, you've, you've earned it. And I, I believe that even though there might be an asterisk there, there shouldn't be because when things get held up and things get, yeah, you got to keep it moving. That's the sport. This isn't boxing. This isn't, uh, this isn't a sport where guys get to fight once a year either. Uh, there are hungry contenders coming up and this is the game we play. And that's why it's, that's why it's so beautiful. And that's why it's so, uh, that's why it's so good. Hey man, I enjoyed your groundwork the other day, man. I like how you use, I was talking the other, I was talking after that, that event and some guys are really good at the submissions, but their distance management and offsetting balance on bottom is not fucking there. So if that's not there, they get hit in the face and all of a sudden their brown belt, they get knocked in their face as a purple belt. They get elbowed again. They're a blue belt. You on bottom, you're offsetting the balance. I saw a fucking scissor sweep into a fucking try. Like, like, what do you credit that to? Like when you're rolling your jujitsu, are you, you're, you're keeping in mind the, 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 all right, we're rolling. I got a fight coming up. I don't have control of the head. I'm going to have to open up my legs. Is that the way you're thinking with always the, uh, the distance management with the strikes? Kind of, yeah, I've kind of always had an a open guard style where, I, where I'm trying to get things. I'm trying to make things happen. But I've got to really credit that to the fact that all I've ever done is fight MMA. 
you know, I walked into a gym and started doing jujitsu. Sure. But it was always jujitsu for MMA. So, yes. uh, and, and, and with that being said, I'll walk around the corner to Henzo Gracie Lake Houston and get tied in knots by a blue belt. You know, yeah. like my jujitsu is good for what I do, which is MMA, but uh, it, it, it could use some work and we're going to start, we're going to start shoring things up with, with the, the jujitsu as well. But all I've ever done is MMA. I'm one of the, I'm probably the oldest of that, that generation of guys who only walked into a gym and, and started training mixed martial arts. So I attribute it to that. That's what I do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fighter. I'm not a jujitsu guy. Uh, my guard might not even be particularly good for a sport jujitsu type setting, but in MMA it works. And uh, yeah. That's a fight, man. That's at the end of the day, that's what, what it should be good for. And I'll tell you right now, you I feel you're really downplaying your, your grappling skills, man. That was a fucking nice try. That was, that was legit. I don't, I mean, hey, not bad for a purple belt. Fuck hell yeah, man. Did you feel him go out? Did you know he was out or did you, or did you have to get uh, hit, hit by the rep before you knew? I think it was somewhat wishful thinking. He kind of stopped moving and I told the ref he was out. I didn't really know. That oh, you said he was out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I told the ref he was out, but I was just trying to get out of there. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> How old were you when you started training? 18 years old. Oh, okay. So, what are you, 32 now? You've got 14 years you've been doing it? Yep. And you said you're the oldest of the generation that's pure MMA. Do you mean like, as opposed to like the guys before, like, you know, guys like, like, like Matt or guys like Liddell who would train one thing in particular and then kind of, kind of morph into MMA? Most of the guys in the generation before me, uh, they, they came from some type of background. Yeah. So um, that was, that was, that's, that's what I mean by that. I walked into an MMA gym on day one and my instructor was a blue belt who, who boxed. So that's kind of what, what we did. Hey, Maddie, what do you like to do for fun, buddy? What do you, what kind of hobbies you got? Not training related. Okay. Uh, I, I collect uh, sports cards. Oh, yeah, really into sports really? Cards. What kind? Hey, that, that's a nice one. There Sorry, you Jimmy, don't put yours up, Jimmy. Two don't things. First of all, I thought he said sports cars. Second of all, oh, how do you, you have that? How do you have Cards. cards. All right, guards, Jimmy, don't make me found. No, no, you're right. You, you were right. And, but the thing is that bothers me is you had it so ready. Like you, you, he said, sports cards. You went, oh, like this? Like you just had it ready to hold up. <laughs> hey, well, I got my sports cards. That's a cool thing. You know, I, when I was a little boy, it's all I could have dreamed of. When all I was right. a little boy collecting cards, that's what I wanted. So, you know, fighting the UFC now, Panini, shout out to those guys. They picked yeah. up the licensing and they, they produced some nice cards. So, I, yep. Heck yeah. I've Jimmy, really, I got everything really ready, Jimmy. You really like, do. I'm like the carrot top of fucking podcasters <laughs> with the fucking. So what, what do you, I used to collect cards, baseball cards. Um, do you collect any sport in particular or anything? I collect, and, I collect football. You do football. Okay. And uh, is there any, what's your, what's your holy grail of football cards if you get your hand on one? Oh, I would, I, I've got to get a Tom Brady Bowman Chrome uh graded and anything above an eight would be cool but that's that's a big card that's one for me as a football guy that's the goat tom brady i think that's going to be the big card moving forward so is that his rookie card that's his rookie card yeah that that's what's considered to be his true rookie card and mm -hmm. that that chrome it's it's nice they're, they're big cards so that's one that i'm going to need to get my hands on but uh yeah i, I collect heavy i'm a i'm a saints guy i'm an lsu fan so what kind of got me back into collecting cards was LSU won the national title in 2019. Joe Burrow went number one overall. So I, I, I was like, I'm going to go get me some Burrow cards. And one thing led to another, and I'm, I'm really into this thing now. Yeah. Are you, are you big when there's like a the Super Bowl coming up and stuff? Are you just like, oh, are you that guy? Are you like, you love your, your football games? Oh, it would have been – yeah, I'm a, I'm a football guy. I'm a, I'm a football guy. Hey, and all the guys from Louisiana in the U.S., we're all football guys. We all are. Right. So. Yeah. And why That's, Tom Brady? How did you like, why, why was it was just because you, you liked that position so much or did you just kind of, when he was, you know, when you were younger, like that was just the guy, you know, I'm not even a huge, that that's just the card. Oh, like, okay. talking about the card in yeah. the collection, the one to have, that's the card. I, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Cause he's, I, I do believe he's the goat, Yeah, but I'm a saints collector and, and, uh, and LSU collector. Those, those are the guys that I'm mainly after. So, um, but yeah, I just say that card in regards to like, if I had a, you said the grail. And for me, that's my. Sure. Card. 
Do you, now, do you get sports memorabilia? I used to get stuff signed by people. Usually they sign it to me because I'm such an ass. I'll never sell it. Uh, do you get like football signed or jerseys or is it just cards? It's just cards. I mean, they, there are opportunities to, to have jerseys and get stuff like that. And I'm sure I will. You know, I'd like to be at a couple Saints games this year. So uh, hopefully the right people are listening. But I would like to be at this, a couple Saints games this year. And we'll see. Yeah, it'll, it'll be cool. Oh, that's awesome, man. I like, listen, it matching the cards. You got, uh, who? what was uh, Brandon into? Um, Legos. Yeah, everybody's yep. into different shit. You yep. know what I mean? And we're yeah. all just normal goofballs. Yeah, Jimmy's into, so don't ask what he's into. But anyway, yes. listen, we're- I collect fingers, but I'm not going to tell you where. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, no, you don't want to hear this shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Listen, man. Hey, what are, I like getting to know Matty. I, listen, I can't, your last fight was so fucking exciting. Are you taking a little break now and- uh, or are you looking to get you look you look good a little your black your black eyes healing up you looking to get back in there soon yeah we've already got a date i've already Ooh. got a name everything's oh. already kind of we haven't I, put pen to paper just yet oh, yeah they're gonna great. give me some time off though it's not gonna be it's not gonna be in october we're, we're gonna we're gonna get because i'm gonna take 45 days from taking any type of blunt force trauma to the face smart dude smart but we're back moving around already i feel great i i, I like to take uh i like to move with momentum and i feel like i've got some momentum right now i feel fresh uh we got some injuries a little knickknacks we're going to get together but i'm i'm healthy we'll take care of the uh, concussion protocol make sure that i mean they told me i got a concussion i don't know somebody's got to convince me but i feel pretty sorry yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. Some of those shots, man, they, they were I've, – I've watched that fight, I think, three times. It was such – it really is one of the best rounds of MMA I've ever watched. Uh, it was fun. It was really exciting. Uh, every aspect of MMA was, was, was well fought. Um, but, yeah, I'm not surprised after some of those shots. I, w- I was like, I can't believe – even after I saw it twice, I'm like, I still can't fucking believe that you were able to secure that win after taking some of those elbows. I mean, that was really – he, you know, he had me. He had me buzz good, and it was really the first one. The first one that he laid on me turned my head all the way in the opposite direction. It really, really, really had me hurt. I was buzzed. So uh, I, I was being honest when I said, you know, I'm not. I don't even remember most of those because I didn't. I was. I was uh, literally just in a in a gap there. So uh, happy to get through it. Again, shout out to my coaches, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bad dude. I'm built for this. Yeah, you really are, man. Heck yeah, man. Well, listen, man, it was good. Good. Glad we got you on. And uh, now you got me looking at Tom Brady rookie cards. I, I, I don't need a fucking new obsession. That's um, right. Hey, <laughs> don't look them up. It's wild. It's wild out here. Uh, but look, we'll definitely love to talk to you again when you when your next fight's coming up or, and when you know who you're fighting. And But that was just just as a fan of, of, of watching uh, UFC. Thanks for such a great fight, man. That was really, I've, again, three times I've watched it. And each time I'm as excited watching it. Great job. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me, Matt. You're a legend. Uh, you know, Thank love you, love this sport. I've I've been a, I've long been a fan of it. You know, and <clears throat> it's surreal for me to be here. But I've known for a long time that I was a real guy, and uh, I've stumbled a little bit. You know, stumbled out of the blocks come, coming into my UFC career. Had some curious performances. I, I know I've fallen short here and there, but uh, anybody who knows me knows this sport, and I've been everywhere. That's the thing. You're you're one person removed from me. You just ask around. I'm a bad dude. So uh, I'm not surprised by things. We, we are going to get back out there and, and, and fight another tough competitor next. And, and we'll see where the pieces lie after that. But I truly believe I can make a run. Yeah. Shit, Matt, you're only as good as your last fight. That means you're fucking awesome. So congrats, man. Great yeah. fight, brother. Thanks, guys. All right. Take care, man. Enjoy. Take care, Matt. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, Jimmy. Um, I like the way that kid fights. I do, too. I'm glad he, we got him out of his schnell. I was really happy. Oh, why would you use my joke? Because you were trying to blame me with it. Why did you trying to blame? I, I wanted to. I wanted to bring it up to him. I don't. I didn't think you. I don't know if you like it or get it. I didn't want to like. Well, I didn't you want to, tried to. You tried to say what is your joke, so I just switched it to something else. You, you did. You did. You're the master. You deflected that. Thing. I'm good at sidestepping. Yeah. You know, but blame yeah, me, Jimmy. Hey, you know who else is good at sidestepping? Yeah, it's, it's a horrible segue. That was a great segue. Who, who else? Olkin Uzmadir. Uz Uzmadir. Who's my dear? I was my dear. You had it. Uh, do it again. You just did it. Vulcan who's my dear. Yeah. You're a fucking asshole. Say it, guys for me. Well, you you said it. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. Listen, Vulcan. Yeah. Which one? You know which one. Vulcan who's my dear. Fuck who's my dear. Who's who's the dear? Who's the mirror? Yeah. Who's the mirror? Who's the mirror? Who's that? Fuck you, Jimmy. <laughs> You're a goddamn bully. <laughs> Who it was say his name for me? You're being mean. Vulcan. Vulcan. Yeah. He fought Paul Craig. It was a great fight. I, I didn't think it was a 30-27 win, but your point was valid about maybe Paul Craig should, you know, do a little fighting on top. But um, you know, congratulations to Vulcan. Pronounce his last name for me, because since you disrespect Paul Craig. Vulcan. Umzadir. You're being a fuck. The guy Vulcan Uzdemir. He say it again. Vulcan Uzdemir. Uz. Uzdemir. Uzdemir. Oh, easy, yeah. Uzdemir. Yeah. I'm sorry, everybody. Listen to me. Uh, Vulcan Uz, Uzdemir. I thought, listen, he had to survive some shit that first round. And he did. He survived it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he might have lost that first round. Might not, but he won the I think he won the fight. I think Paul Craig, he had no plan B. And he, he, he could have, I think when he wanted to rely on his hands, he was doing okay too. Yeah, he, uh, he's, I think he's got to add in a couple of takedowns. He can yeah. close the distance very well. His timing getting in on a shot was excellent. And then he just gets lazy. He just says, all right, now pull you on top. We didn't get dressed up for nothing. Yeah. That's from, that's from Braveheart actually. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, anyway, I enjoy watching the fight. Uh, we talked about how good Nikita looked versus uh, Alexander. He yeah. just looked like a monster, a monster. Oh, by the way, we didn't talk about how good Pim- – do we talk about the Pimblets, that beautiful knee to the head of, uh, we about Patty, of Jordan really? Levitt? We, I don't think we did because we were going to have him on, yes. and we think we would just talk about his fight to him. Uh, he's got such self – and I'll tell you right now, let's give Jordan Levitt some, uh, uh, some credit. He yeah. was – he you know, uh, he won the first round, arguably – and he was well, yep. arguably he was on him. He was close, and he, but yeah, he won. And he was sticking to his game plan. Yeah. And the kid only had one loss, so it's not like he's a chump. No. And but Patty's got a belief in himself, like that. Even if she starts going wrong, he doesn't look like he gets upset. And it's just like a matter of time. He feels he's going to get his way. And he's good so, at getting up too. He's really good. Even even if you take him down, he got up very quickly. Uh, and, and obviously, he initiated the ground quite a few times going for guillotine. So he's very comfortable on the ground. It was a great fight. You're right. He is confident. And um, he's a fun guy to watch. He is a fun guy to watch. And he tried to do the teabag thing that he talked about. You know, yeah, he did. He did from uh, like modern warfare too. Anyway, uh, Muhammad Makayev. Yes. Uh, holy shit, did he look dominating. Guys, am I mistaken here? Is Makayev the one who was calling out uh, Patty Pimplet? Am I right with that? Is he even the same weight class? He's a flyweight. And Pimplet is... A, a uh, featherweight, featherweight, or lightweight? No, he's one fifty-five. Yeah. Oh, so they're different weight classes. Yeah. The fuck. All right. So forget that. <laughs> I thought that was actually something, but it's nothing. Anyway, Makayev looked fucking awesome. Very just. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, Nathan 
or Nathan Old. How do you pronounce Nathaniel it? Wood over Nathaniel. Charles Rosa? Yes. Yeah, Wood looked awesome. Rosa's always tough. He's always but, uh, tough. And, and, but I mean, it was almost worse for me. He was tough because Wood had his way, and Wood looked awesome. Yeah, he did. He looked. And you know really, what? Really and, and and I and I like Mark Decazy. You know, I do. But he wanted that win. I mean, it wasn't the most exciting fight. Let's listen, be truthful. But he knew, and the commentators were saying the right thing. Bisping was saying the right thing. Felder, he he could get the takedown down at will. He was dominating. Let's why don't we look for some fight ending elbows or punches or take some chances? Yeah. If you're not going to submit him, beat the living shit out of him. Because if guess what? If he got back up, you could put him back down again. So. I have McKay's congrats on the win. He could, I think he could have maybe really put a stamp on it. Demir, he better fucking take some wrestling classes because yeah, he was Dekezi's, very Dekezi's not exactly, uh, you know, DC in there. He's a good wrestler. I mean, his fence, he's working on it more. Yeah. But he, he was primarily known as a kickboxer. And you're saying that uh, he was, he really had no ability to stop the at all. No. Yeah, I, I, I agree. But they were uh, saying that during the fight, too, that he should take a few more chances. I think Bisping said that. Take a few chances. 100%. You, you, you know you can bring him back down the again. fuck? 100%. Uh, Nicholas Dalby defeated Claudia Silva. That was handily. I thought that was uh, uh, well done. Good fight. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Let me see. Who else am I forgetting here? One that... Oh, well, you just said it. Where Pierce was over Americana. Yeah. Yes. I was very uh, impressed with Pierce's grappling. I like Jonathan Pierce's wrestling and his jiu-jitsu. Everything on the floor was fucking beautiful. And uh, he just looked good all around, you know? Um, what else? What else could you talk about? Tell me. Anything else you see? Anything you want to talk about? I mean, we covered the card, I think. Um, it was it was really – we don't have to talk about who won the picks and all that stuff. Like, who cares who had more right picks? You're right. So, anyway, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, we both – I mean, I did have – Hermanson via decision. And I had Blades first round three stoppage. I was off by two rounds. Yeah. 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 Although you had Pimblet by strikes in the second. You were correct almost. And I had him by decision. Yeah. Yeah. You're so cool. Well, thank you. Jimmy, <laughs> do you like my tan? You do look. I was looking before. I look like a fat photo negative of you. No! You, you you look like me if I cared and was in shape. It's not true, Jimmy. Look at how pale I am. You're not pale, Jimmy. I'm like a dead person. I'm just, it, it looks like you're I talking do... to Dracula. <laughs> Eddie Munster. No, Jimmy. Uh, <coughs> fucking great. <coughs> really quick. I went to the Rise Invitational in Westbury, Long Island. Okay at the Space Theater. Uh, it's nice, the same place my wife's gonna have her next fight there in September. It's a nice place that they, my kids had dance uh, competitions there. I like that it's in Westbury. I was not gonna go because my knee's still a fucking kind of a grapefruit, believe it or not. And it's swelled up and it's kind of annoying. So it's like, I go to the school and I watch the guys train, but I, it, the thing's so crowded, I didn't wanna go. But we had like fucking 10 people competing. You know, I had my, my, my buddy, uh, black belt, Jason Rowe in the tournament. And there's so many guys competing, uh, slim at a super fight, uh, belt he had to defend. And, uh, you know, I had to go, I said, fuck it. I'm going, but when I go there, you know, like my brother-in-law Edwin's like, look, I'm not gonna let nobody go near you. I'm like, nah, it's all right, buddy. He's over there. Like, yeah, it's like, I got my own body. <laughs> if I want my bodyguard, I got uncle Edwin there. Uh, so anyway, Edwin, I was I, I hung out. Yeah, but listen, I had my whole I had my whole army there, and and Lou Neglia, I know the guy so well. I got to sit in the first row, and I'm glad I went. I'm really glad I went, man, because from the kids to the fucking well, we had this one kid, Josh, who's uh, Jason's uh, number one student, such a good kid. He won his match. Jason got second place. He ended up getting a little tired in the finale, in the finals, and lost. But uh, in, in all in all. I, I just had such a good time uh, being there. And I'm proud of everybody that, that competed. And I'm also proud that so many friends and family go to support them. Yeah. Jimmy. Stop looking at me like I'm a sissy. No, I think it's nice. All right. Anyway, that, that, was, my, that was my, that was my uh, weekend, Jimmy. You know, I had a good time, man. But uh, what about you? What did you do? Anything special? I was in Denver, buddy. Did... Um... 
my shows. They were phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Happy my flights were on time. And I'm in uh, Rochester in uh, August. That's it. It was great. I'm happy to. I, you know, it's funny. I was listening to Rogan and he had a comic on. I forgot the guy's name, but he was funny. He seems like an Italian guy. He's a, definitely a New York guy. And he was talking New with York dude, guy I, Shane Gillis. No, it wasn't Shane. It was Mark I, 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 Norman. No, I'll tell you right now. Only because I don't want to be rude. I'm going to tell you right now who it is. Not Joey I, Diaz. You would no, know no, Diaz. No, no, it's not. I know Diaz. It's not, no, I'll tell you right Cuban. now. I'll tell you right now who it was. Let me guess. Oh, no. I was about to say. Uh, Paul Verzi. Paul Verzi. Paul Verzi. Oh, my God. How fucking. Fu Paul Verzi is really funny. I like him. He's a great, he has a special just come out. He's a great comic. He worked with Bill Burr for many years. That's right. And they do a podcast together. Paul oh. Verzi, and he has fucking anger management problems. No, he's funny. Oh, he well, screams at everybody. He's great. He's really that's, funny. That's great about those podcasts. You get to learn, you get to like get new people that you can like. So anyway, they were talking about like the crowds and the comics and like how they deal with the crowds. And if, you know, nobody, and he's like, nobody wants it to bomb or, or, and, he, and then something he goes, yeah, he goes, but uh, he, he said something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing. He goes, yeah, but there's there's been times like he goes, like Jim Norton. He goes, there's times at the cellar. He's like, oh, okay, this is the way the crowd's gonna be. This way it's going, and he just goes full tilt. Like you just go, like you know it's gonna go bad. So you yeah. just like go in on him. I, and what he said, I totally understood what he said. It was very, it was complimentary for sure. But yeah, they, sure. they, yeah. they said they said some nice things about you. But that's, that's what nice. Jimmy. If you feel the crowd's gonna be a little negative or not digging your stuff you just you go you almost just you don't try to win them over the, i i want them to like me and laugh but there are times where i'll you if a joke doesn't work and i know that they've objected to it being too rough they have to be punished and the way they are punished <laughs> and i'll tell them well now that you didn't like that and then i'll, I'll do something else they, they, they must take their medicine <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's because if it's because i know you but the one he was, the way he was describing it, really made me. I knew exactly what he was saying. It was just. It, it always feels good though when your peers. I'm sure Matt, you know, when yeah. fighters say things to you, and when you know, like I've known Joe for so many years, and, oh. and Paul Verzi is such an active, hilarious comic from me. It always feels very great when guys you respect compliment you like that. How does it feel, Jimmy? You're very respected in your field. How does that? Doesn't that feel good? Thank doesn't you. that feel good? Like it feels better. Like, like sometimes when I have these guys on, like you said, they say something to me, that feels better than the average fan, doesn't it? A little bit, because they're in yes. the field. Not that I, I listen, I, I appreciate everything from any kind of compliment, but don't you feel like when the guys in your field respect you, you're kind of like, hmm. Sure. Yeah, here's why. Here's why. Because obviously fan support is what makes the money for you and you love the fans, you want, you need the fans. But when, a, when somebody who does what you do respects you, it feels a little better because they know all the tricks of whatever that trade is. So like we're a fan of something might not know like, Hey, this guy's good at this and, and comics to look at that other guy and go, oh, that guy's a thief or that guy's a hack. So if your comics like you, that means that you're probably doing something right. So you know what I mean? Like that's kind yeah. of why it's a bit more of a compliment. It always feels because if I was doing things that were like just tricks, the other comics would know it in a second. Most of the uh, fans would too, but some of them wouldn't. I'm You're babbling. Right. I just no, don't know how to take a compliment. No, it feels really nice. Yeah, no, well, listen, I heard that episode when they brought you up. And then Joe's like, yeah, and Jimmy's do it. He goes, and then he goes, this, this, this is typical. This is me, like, in a nutshell, right? Because then Joe starts going through all the shit you're doing. It's like, oh, he's going to mention Unfiltered for sure in a second with his good buddy, Matt Sarah. I knew he's going to say that, right? Because I'm sure. I know Joe. I know he's going to say it. So he goes, yeah. oh, yeah, he goes, but Jimmy, Jimmy's also got these great, you know, the podcast, I'm like, oh, the podcast, I'm like, oh, Joe, go ahead. And he goes, sure. oh, you know, he goes, oh, he's got the, you know, that chip, Chipperson. I go, oh. and he goes, oh, and then, his, then all of a sudden, Paul, uh, he starts going, um, oh, and also, uh, uh, Doug Bell. Doug Bell. I go, no, fuck. <laughs> I go, wait, guys, bring it back. <laughs> so I wasn't mentioned at all about that, but it should it wasn't about me. But I thought maybe they'd bring up the UFC unfiltered about how we're killing it on this. But, Listen to that podcast, and you get a lot of plugs on on you. And I listen. I'm only joking. I'm, I'm a yeah, half joking. I like that almost as much as me being mentioned. But I do like that. Yeah, me too. I like. It makes good. me happy when you get your respect. You know? Thank you, buddy. Okay. All right. So you said you're going to be at Fat Pat Black Pussy. Fat, oh yeah, Fat Black Wednesday. Uh, every Wednesday for the rest of the summer, I'll be there. Oh. And um, I I do cameo. Matt Sarah, of course, does cameo. That's and. Uh, Check out Sarah BJJ if you're out on Long Island. I truly do wish I was out there. And when I start taking jujitsu, I'm going to go out there 
um, and just sit in on a class or something. Um, I, I really want to do that, but I want to be taking it first so I can not just watch, but I want to like actually be in one class. I, when my knee's a little bit better, dude, your light, I'll ro- we'll be rolling around. Yeah, I would, I would like that just to, just so to sit fun. in and watch it. Yeah, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get, I'll, I'll get my brown belt before then. Before you, I, what I'll do is I'm gonna start taking it like in the next couple of weeks, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to a place that gives out belts uh, liberally. I don't want to be extra positive, but I think this is gonna be a great week, Jimmy. Good. <laughs> Was that awkward? I, no. We're getting off now. I just want to be like, it's Monday. I just want to give you that. Boom! That boost. I appreciate it. I appreciate Actually, it. I should, I, listen, I, I I could be weird. You know, I love you though, Jimmy. Should we stop and do the last? No, I, I think over? you're right. I do think that we um, we have what? we're gonna have a great week. And maybe we'll have. By the way, thank you to Matt Schnell and of course yes. Curtis Blades, who we love. And he likes us. Everybody likes us. Yeah. Jimmy, our unfiltered army likes us, loves us, I hope so. and we love them. I'll talk to you in a couple days, my bird. All right, buddy. Have a great uh, have a great week. I'll see you soon. Love you, Jimmy. Uh, love you, young fella. Goodbye. The longest field goal ever attempted is seventy six yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also seventy six yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash.